Section forty one of the French Revolution. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Elizabeth Buchanan. The French Revolution by Thomas Carlyle. Volume one, book seven, chapter one. Patrollatism. No friends this revolution is not of the consolidating kind do not fires fevers sown seeds chemical mixtures men events all embodiments of force that work in this miraculous complex of forces named universe go on growing through their natural phases and developments each according to its kind reach their height reach their visible decline finally sink under vanishing and what we call die they all grow there is nothing but what grows and shoots forth into its special expansion once give it leave to spring observe too that each grows with a rapidity proportioned in general to the madness and unhealthiness there is in it slow regular growth though this also ends in death is what we name health and sanity a sans culottism which has prostrated bastilles which has got pike and musket and now goes burning chateaus passing resolutions and haranguing under roof and sky may be said to have sprung and by law of nature must grow to judge by the madness and diseasedness both of itself and of the soil and element it is in one might expect the rapidity and monstrosity would be extreme many things too especially all diseased things grow by shoots and fits the first grand fit and shooting forth of sans-culottism with that of paris conquering its king for bailey's figure of rhetoric was all too sad a reality the king is conquered going at large in his parole on conditions say of absolutely good behaviour which in these circumstances will unhappily mean no behaviour whatever a quite untenable position that of majesty put on its good behaviour alas is it not natural that whatever lives try to keep itself living whereupon his majesty's behaviour will soon become exceptionable and so the second grand fit of sansculottism that of putting him in durance cannot be distant necker in the national assembly is making moan as usual about his deficit barriers and custom-houses burnt the tax-gatherer hunted not hunting his majesty's exchequer all but empty the remedy is a loan of thirty millions then on still more enticing terms a loan of eighty millions neither of which loans unhappily will the stock jobbers venture to lend the stock jobber has no country except his own black pool of agio and yet in those days for men that have a country what a glow of patriotism burns in many a heart penetrating inwards to the very purse so early as the seventh of august a don patriotique a patriotic gift of jewels to a considerable extent has been solemnly made by certain parisian women and solemnly accepted with honourable mention whom forthwith all the world takes to imitating and emulating patriotic gifts always with some heroic eloquence which the president must answer and the assembly listen to flow in from far and near in such number that the honourable mention can only be performed in lists published at stated epochs each gives what he can 
the very cordwainers have behaved magnificently one landed proprietor gives a forest fashionable society gives its shoe buckles takes cheerfully to shoe ties unfortunate females give what they have amassed in loving the smell of all cash as vespasian thought is good beautiful and yet inadequate the clergy must be invited to melt their superfluous church plate in the royal mint nay finally a patriotic contribution of the forcible sort must be determined on though unwillingly let the fourth part of your declared yearly revenue for this once only be paid down so shall a national assembly make the constitution undistracted at least by insolvency their own wages as settled on the seventeenth of august are but eighteen francs a day each man but the public service must have sinews must have money to appease the deficit not to combler or choke the deficit if you or mortal could for withal as mirabeau was heard saying it is the deficit that saves us towards the end of august our national assembly in its constitutional labours has got so far as the question of veto shall majesty have a veto on the national enactments or not have a veto what speeches were spoken within doors and without clear and also passionate logic imprecations commendations gone happily for the most part to limbo through the cracked brain and uncracked lungs of saint Horinche, the palais royal rebellows with veto journalism is busy france rings with veto i shall never forget says dumont my going to paris one of these days with mirabeau and the crowd of people we found waiting for his carriage about leger the bookseller's shop they flung themselves before him conjuring him with tears in their eyes not to suffer the veto absolu they were in a frenzy monsieur le comte you are the people's father you must save us you must defend us against those villains who are bringing back despotism if the king gets this veto what is the use of the national assembly we are slaves all is done friends if the sky fall there will be catching of larks mirabeau adds dumont was eminent on such occasions he answered vaguely with a patrician imperturbability and bound himself to nothing deputations go to the hotel de ville anonymous letters to aristocrats in the national assembly threatening that fifteen thousand or sometimes that sixty thousand will march to illuminate you the paris districts are astir petitions signing saint Hurange sets forth from the palais royal with an escort of fifteen hundred individuals to petition in person resolute or seemingly so is the tall shaggy marquis is the cafe de foy but resolute also is commandant general lafayette the streets are all beset by patrols saint Hurange is stopped at the barriere des bonhommes he may bellow like the bulls of bashan but absolutely must return the brethren of the palais royal circulate all night and make motions under the open canopy all coffee-houses being shut nevertheless lafayette and the town hall do prevail saint Hurange is thrown into prison veto absolu adjusts itself into suspensive veto prohibition not forever but for a term of time and this doom's clamour will grow silent as the others have done so far has consolidation prospered though with difficulty repressing the nether sansculotic world and the constitution shall be made with difficulty amid jubilee and scarcity patriotic gifts baker's cues abbe fauchet harangues 
and with there are men of platoon musketry scipio americanus has deserved thanks from the national assembly in france they offer him stipends and emoluments to a handsome extent all which stipends and emoluments he covetous of far other blessedness than mere money does in his chivalrous way without scruple refuse to the parisian common man meanwhile one thing remains inconceivable that now when the bastille is down and french liberty restored grain should continue so dear our rights of man are voted feudalism and all tyranny abolished yet behold we stand in queue is it aristocrat forestallers a court still bent on intrigues something is rotten somewhere and yet alas what to do lafayette with his patrols prohibits everything even complaint saint Rouge and the other heroes of the veto lie in durance people's friend marat was seized printers of patriotic journals are fettered and forbidden the very hawkers cannot cry till they get a license till they get license and leaden badges blue national guards ruthlessly dissipate all groups scour with levelled bayonets the palais royal itself pass on your affairs along the rue Turin. the patrol presenting his bayonet cries to the left turn to the rue saint benoit he cries to the right a judicious patriot like camille desmoulins in this instance is driven for quietness sake to take the gutter o oh, much-suffering people our glorious revolution is evaporating in tricolor ceremonies and complimentary harangues of which latter as Rustelat accurately calculates upwards of two thousand have been delivered within the last month at the town hall alone and our mouths unfilled with bread are to be shut under penalties the caricaturist promulgates his emblematic tablature le patriotisme chazant la patriotisme patriotism driven out by patriotism ruthless patrols long superfine harangues and scanty ill-baked loaves more like baked bath bricks which produce an effect on the intestines where will this end in consolidation end of section forty one